the child has special needs in the way that we generally think of special needs, but he has some medical um, challenges. And one partner deals with it by not thinking about them so much and just constantly thinking about the positive and things will be fine. And the other person is very anxious about it all the time. And we had a real breakthrough last week because they were both very honest with each other about how scared they both are. Mm. And, you know, it's sort of been like before they were able to do that, it was the wall that stood between the two of them. This week, Dr. Karen Sherman and I respond to a letter from a listener asking for advice on how she can find balance between her marriage and her child with special needs. Stay tuned. Okay, here's the deal. I love wine. I know a little bit about wine, but I'm not an expert. But you know who is? Our wine club partner, Touring and Tasting. We have been working together for five years now, and I can honestly say that they have delivered to my door some of the best wines I have ever had. We started working with them so that we could deliver to you an ongoing reminder, a treat to slow down with your spouse and enjoy each other's company and to reconnect. To help facilitate with each shipment, we provide simple date night ideas and touring and tasting shares background information on the wineries and includes recipes that will pair well with your wines. I should note that many of these wines are typically only available if you actually visit the winery or become a member of that wine club. The customer service from touring and tasting is ridiculous. I have a friend who joined and then called me to rave about how enjoyable their customer service experience was. That's unheard of, right? So here's the deal. There are no membership fees. Shipping is free. You can cancel at any time, and these unique award-winning wines come with 100% satisfaction guaranteed, which means they guarantee the wine is delicious or they will replace it free upon request. If you decide the wine you just had was amazing and you want to reorder, you can save up to 70% off of retail. Now here's the closer. If you sign up today, you will receive your first shipment for half price. You can join right now and get your first shipment for a flat fee of $49 plus tax. This is before the half price offer. So your pre-taxed first shipment is less than $25 for two amazing bottles of wine. This is a limited time offer, so don't wait. Go to hitchedmag.com and click the wine club link to join today. Gift options are also available. Ahem, wedding season around the corner. And again, visit hitchedmag.com and click the wine club link to join in celebrating your marriage. Cheers. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, editor-in-chief of hitchedmag.com. I am joined once again by the lovely, the original, Dr. Karen Sherman. Hi, Karen. 
Hi, Steve. Uh, Karen is a practicing psychologist in relationship and lifestyle issues for 30 years. Karen is the author of Take Five to Empower Your Relationship. I'm sorry. <laughs> Karen is the author of Mindfulness in the Art of Choice, Transform Your Life, and is the co-author of Marriage Magic, Find It, Keep It, Make It Last. Take Five to Empower Your Relationship is a uh, set of tools that Karen launched on her website, drkarensherman.com. And I highly recommend you go to her website to find out uh, that as much as well as a lot of other really great information. So um, all right, Karen. So we got a letter this week uh, from a mother who has a special needs child and, uh, you know, first wanted to see if we had covered it. And and to be honest, I, I felt a little disappointed in myself that we have been doing this for this long and I haven't uh, brought this issue up before. So, um, I apologize to our listeners for not getting there. Uh, but I am really thankful that this, uh, listener and reader brought this topic up to us. And so one of the things that I want to mention is, uh, so this listener wrote saying that, uh, her and her husband's child is 15 years old, but still requires the care and attention of a newborn. And she wanted to know how to help, uh, balance their relationship with such a um, such a, a need uh, and attention towards their child. And so this obviously makes it difficult for them to find their own personal time. Uh, to make this situation more difficult, uh, the care required is too much for their extended family, and they live in a rural area, making it difficult to find outside help. So Karen, do you have any initial thoughts on this? Well, the first one is wow. Um, this is a very difficult situation, and I would like the, to thank the listener for writing in and bringing this uh, to our attention. Um, and yes, it is a very difficult situation. It's difficult just by the fact that um, you have this child who is special and probably special in many ways, but yet does take a toll on the family, on the marriage. Um, and when um, you don't have outside help, it makes it all that much more difficult. So um, I want to first validate that mm-hmm. um, because I think that without that acknowledgement, um, it adds another layer of difficulty. And I think that probably uh, that is the first piece that I would offer okay. uh, to deny the challenge is going to make it more difficult. There are going to be probably a vast number of feelings that are going to come up. Um, You know, maybe yes, maybe no, but there might be um, anger, there might be um, resentment, there might be exhaustion, there might be sadness. And what I want to say is that it's okay to have all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, that does not deny or take away that there are probably also very precious moments and um, some very joyful moments. And so having the negative does not take away the positive. Mm-hmm. But I think that if you can be honest with yourselves and with each other, it will make it much easier to cope with the situation and to bring the two of you closer together. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And so, and I'm also imagining, uh, you know, you brought up some of the difficulties and, and just validating those feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I would also imagine that a lot of this stuff has a compounding effect too. So you mentioned like the exhaustion and when you're exhausted and mm-hmm. when you're stressed and whatever else that might be compounding, it would, you know, not, not make things easier, let's just say, but they make them like that much more difficult. Sure. Sure. Um, so I, I imagine that this couple has made immense relationship sacrifices for the care of their child. What do you think is realistic in expectation for their marriage, knowing some of the details about their situation? Well, you know, it's an interesting kind of thing because many times couples actually get closer when they're working together on a challenging situation. Now, I know that this is going to be a really odd comparison and apologies beforehand for such. But when I used to live on Long Island and we had um, Hurricane Sandy come through, many of my couples uh, told me that they did better with each other dealing with that because it was a stressful situation and they had to work together. Mm. And so when you have, you know, a situation such as this and you work together on it, then you might actually be more bonded with each other and more connected with each other than two couple, uh, two people in a relationship that co- get caught up in the day-to-day living and end up being more like passing ships in the night. Mm-hmm. Um, so in an odd kind of way, this could actually be a situation that brings them closer. But it would have to be with, again, each person acknowledging that this is a tough situation and really trying to be there as a support for one another. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think that that's absolutely an, an essential component. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I would imagine, uh, that this really puts things into perspective and gives your, uh, life and daily routine focus Mm -hmm. where, uh, and it kind of, prioritizes and cuts out the nonsense that you just don't have time for, to be honest. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, So, okay. Uh, Now, there are obviously a wide range of special needs that parents face. Uh, Do you have some overarching advice for couples trying to make sure that that their relationship doesn't get lost in the care for their child? Well, again, I think that allowing each person to have their feelings – In other words, let's say you have one person. As a matter of fact, I'm working with a couple now, and I wouldn't know that I say that the child has special needs in the way that we generally think of special needs, but he has some medical um, challenges. And one partner deals with it by not thinking about them so much and just constantly thinking about the positive and things will be fine. And the other person is very anxious about it all the time. And we had a real breakthrough last week because they were both very honest with each other about how scared they both are. Mm. And, you know, it's sort of been like before they were able to do that, it was the wall that stood between the two of them. So I think that when you can hear your partner and not um, because of your own issues or fears or anxieties, dismiss their feelings uh, of anxiety, of fear, of concern, of resentment, but allow your partner to express their feelings, um, that that will allow the relationship to be stronger. Um, 
that's when the two of you can be more authentic with each other and connect more with each other. Mm. Uh, so I think that that is going to be the overarching advice that I'm going to give each other, not mm. to deny one another, but to be supportive of each other. Okay. And uh, okay. And, and and outside of just the time and attention, I would also imagine uh, there is a lot of strain that lingers even when they're not directly caring for their child, such as the medical expenses that might uh, go along with taking care of their child. Can different items like this be thought of or categorized in a way mentally that helps a couple deal with the obligations they have before them? Well, I think that, again, if you look at what the reality is as opposed to denying it um, – for instance, I have a friend whose um, grandchild is special needs, mm -hmm. and she talks to me about that the son-in-law will say to her, you know, I know that our son is going to be with us or we're going to have to care for him our entire lives. Mm -hmm. And I know that this is the reality, and I know that this is the expectation. And so they then live their lives accordingly, not only in handling the day-in, day-out stress, but in planning financially, in planning their vacations appropriately, etc. So I think that when you don't turn away from the situation, but look at it realistically, and then start planning from that point forth, that it will allow you to deal with the overall situation in a much better way. Now, I, I don't really even know where to put this, but I want to go back to the concept that they have no help, especially uh -huh. because they're in a rural yeah. area. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of times um, there are support groups mm -hmm. and there may be other families who have children that also have some sort of difficulty or maybe not, mm -hmm. but they might be able to get some relief or some time to themselves by swapping babysitting uh responsibilities, mm -hmm. um, so that at least they get a little bit of time for each other. And yes, you know, we, we've often said that even couples who don't have this type of situation, um, may have difficulty getting out because of babysitting expenses or because their finances don't allow it. Again, I want to reiterate that having time to each other does not necessarily require going out on the town and having lavish kinds of dates. It's just a matter of having 10, 15 minutes of time with each other mm -hmm. so that if you can somehow grab that up and it, maybe it's, you know, when this child is sleeping um, and you just spend, you know, 10 minutes with each other of connecting that's about you where you're not discussing the child, that can be very, very helpful in the two of you feeling like you've had some time for each other. But again, um, I, I know of other couples where they swap babysitting mm -hmm. so that the couple does get some relief. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, it, uh, yeah. So when you say swap babysitting, you know, in the letter that this woman wrote that it was too much for her uh, her family members to, mm -hmm. to to take on the responsibility of babysitting. So it really would have to be some sort of like organization or something, I'm guessing. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, mm -hmm. 
and and that was the other thing. I'm glad you brought that up because I wanted to mention, uh, you know, even just going from the hospital might have some contacts for them about organizations or institutions or something uh, where they can connect with other people. And, right. and even if there are not people in their area locally, uh, they could reach out to those people and and because they are dealing with other people who are in a similar situation, they might have some more creative ideas that, that you or I could come up with because right. they have been seeking these solutions themselves for who knows how long, right? So Yes, yes. Um, okay, so I want to uh, throw out some of the realities that were brought up about being in the rural area and not getting the help and stuff. So if this couple or any other couple out there uh, with a special needs child uh, lived in a perfect world where they had a child with special needs, um, but opt- all the options are on the table – what would your recommend recommendation be? Well, I would certainly have somebody come in on a regular basis and help so that uh, the parents could get some relief. Um, and, and I, I want to actually specifically uh, target you towards for their marriage. So like to keep their marriage strong. And I well, know – yeah. Yeah, but that but that would help keep the marriage strong sure. because if you're not as exhausted, you're mm-hmm. more available to your partner. Mm-hmm. Okay? Um I would say that you get a chance to, you know, have a vacation. You, you know, we're saying in living in a perfect world yeah. where you have a vacation. Um and you know, in, in a prior podcast, I'm sure I've made the distinction between a vacation and a trip mm-hmm. that I heard at a uh, seminar once that a vacation is where the two of you get to go away. A trip is when you go away with the family. So you have the finances and the coverage where you feel secure enough that you can go away just the two of you, whether it be for an extended weekend or for a week, but where you get to really vacation with each other. Um, again, talking about, you know, no holes barred where you get to have, um, you know, a date night every week. Uh, so the idea again would be where you have the time for yourself, Mm -hmm. but that would be with having the resources both financially and for babysitting, you know, somebody that you trust who could Mm -hmm. handle the situation where you would be able to get away and uh, have some time. Uh, you mentioned uh, like date nights and things of that nature. It, 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 can they get the same benefit um, if, let's say, they st- stay at home? It, can they can they do like a date night at home that gives them that kind of relationship benefit? Well, sure. I mean, well, first of all, again, if we're going to play the game of no holes barred, if you have somebody who's there who's helping out, Mm -hmm. you can certainly steal a date night, Mm -hmm. you know, at home. Uh, But even if not, you know, I mentioned before, if you've got the child with the special needs going to sleep, um, presuming that you're not exhausted, which might have occurred because you've gotten some help along the way, there's no reason you can't have a date night at home. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and, and I actually like that idea uh, in a more realistic world where, yeah, you might not be able to get out of town or leave for an extended period of time at night or over the weekend or whatnot, but having somebody just kind of keep an eye on things while you go to the other room 
mm-hmm. have a candlelit dinner or yes. are able to, you know, go to your, you know, close the shutters and uh, watch a movie and then discuss it over some coffee afterwards. So you kind of make that uh, a little bit of a staycation. Uh, yes. Knowing that well, that's it's a nice word. Yeah. And so if you and, and that way, if there is something where they need your assistance, uh, you, you, they know you're within the proximity right. uh, that can jump in and you don't have that stress because you know it's not going to take you 40 minutes to get home or whatever right. the case may be. Right. So, uh, you know, that might be an option as well. Right. And, and you know, to that point, Steve, um, you know, we would I was talking about like going on a vacation for a week and blah, blah, blah. There is going to always be the issue of, well, I'm away from home, but hmm. – you know, part of your heart and part of your head is concerned with, is my child okay? Am I going to get that call? And though all parents probably have that to some extent, it's likely to be even more so in this kind of situation. So you're not going to be quite as relaxed as you might like to be on a vacation. Is is there any tips or methods that they can uh, mentally prepare themselves for that kind of getaway where they can, uh, tell themselves they'll call me if something's wrong or if they need my assistance or opinion. I mean, I don't know if you have any professional advice on that one. You know, I mean, I think quite frankly, whether it be a family that has special needs children or just a family, I would give the same advice. You know, you they'll call me if they need me. I can call in every day. Uh, and then just depending on who the person is, mm-hmm. you know, either you're going to be a warrior or you're not. Got it. OK. So, what, I mean, in that kind of a situation and this is one of those things where marriage provides a little assistance because you you have a partner. Uh, right. If would it be been I mean, if you're a warrior. I, I guess what I'm asking is if you're a warrior, would it help if y- you tried to unload that responsibility on your spouse and say, hey, would you mind being the person who checked in every day? That way I can unplug my worries and everything else. Is that is that uh, if you're a worrier, that's, that's not going to work. That's not going to work. OK. <laughs> no, I, you know, I don't know. Like, yeah, no, I don't think so. Okay. Very, very honestly, if you're a worrier giving it over to your partner and saying, I'm giving it to you. So I won't worry. That's not going to work. <laughs> okay. Then you're going to worry about your partner That's checking right. in enough and, you I know, asking the right, the right questions. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> what did they say? And blah, blah, blah. No, that's not going to work. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I thought I would, uh, f- f- try to find, get, get a little a creative. Here. Idea. It's a very yeah. cute idea. But yeah, I know. I know. It, you know, it's not going to happen. Sure. Uh, okay. Um, well let's, uh, let's, let's go with the, uh, the final, uh, wrap up here. Do you have any final points or tips yeah, or advice thing, you'd like to add? Yeah. The one thing, and, and the, this particular listener did not indicate this, but there is a thought that occurs to me. Many, uh, parents of challenge, uh, of, uh, special needs children also have another child. Mm-hmm. And what often happens is that there is so much effort and attention given to the special needs child, which of course is on, you know, has to happen, that unfortunately we have limited resources, mm-hmm. energy, time, etc., that we tend to um, not give as much as we can to the sibling. And 
I just would like to say, please try to be aware that the other sibling um, has to be taken care of as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as an therapist who works with adults, I often hear adults saying that in a way they sort of paid the consequences for being, you know, the well child or the good child. And so just try to be sensitive to the fact that if there are other siblings Mm -hmm. that they be attended to as well. Do you carve? So I, I, I haven't mentioned this, but I, I suppose I should. Um, so I have a niece who has down syndrome, Mm -hmm. uh, and she has an older sister. So I have witnessed what you're talking about mm-hmm. um, in, in the fact that I know my my brother and my sister-in-law um, make a concerted effort to make sure that the older sister without special needs uh, does get some extra attention and they mm-hmm. you know show appreciation for her patients with the situation like with 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 her sister and all the other attention that they mm-hmm. know is being sucked away. Um, so, you know, I, I kind of mentioned it. So do you think they need to put forward some concerted effort and some direct attention on that, uh, their other child to say, like, we know that we're, you know, that your brother or sister is requiring a lot more attention and therefore you're not getting as much as you might have otherwise and thank you and you know we're going to do something for you or you know let's go have a lunch together while the other parent stays behind or you know something like that yes yes i first of all i think it's good that your brother and sister-in-law are acknowledging um your niece that you know uh they know that um you know it's a little bit harder for her i think that that's a good thing to do um i think it would be important to allow the sibling to express some feelings that they might be having and let them know that it's okay to have those different feelings just like i was talking mm. about that one of the parents at times might have negative feelings and it's okay to have those feelings so to express those feelings to give permission to the child to express those feelings i think would be a healthy thing to do as well and yes to periodically uh give that child a special day or a special activity where the special needs child is not included, I think would be a terrific idea. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, okay. Well, this was, I think this, I, well, I hope this was uh, yeah. helpful for our listener and reader. Uh, so thank you so much for submitting this question. If you have something more specific uh, that we did not address here, uh, that we can help out with. Please uh, follow up and, and send us another letter. Uh, we we greatly uh, appreciate it. And that, I mean, this is why we are here to, to help people answer questions that they might have. So uh, thank you so much for your time, Karen. It's uh, always a pleasure. Thank you, Stephen. Thank you for putting it the way you just did, because I think in all honesty, um, not either one of us not really having this situation personally, Um, I like that you've invited this listener to please let us know if there are things we did not cover or um, information that would uh, we could mention that would be more helpful to other people in their situation. Mm-hmm. So thank you. Yeah, yeah, and 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 for 
other listeners out there as well, um, because obviously um, there are more families than one out there that deal with uh, situations and issues that I'm completely ignorant toward, uh, at least personally. So uh, if you guys have questions or thoughts or suggestions or anything, uh, please uh, submit them and we will, uh, you know, follow up on uh, one of the future podcasts. So uh, thank you one last time. And I want to remind everybody that you have been listening to Dr. Karen Sherman, who is a practicing psychologist and relationship and lifestyle issues for 30 years. Karen is the author of Mindfulness and the Art of Choice, Transform Your Life. She is the co-author of Marriage Magic, Find It, Keep It, and Make It Last. You can get this and more information at her website, drkarensherman.com. And of course, you can find all of this info at our website, hitchedmag.com. Thank you for uh, subscribing to the podcast. Thank you for listening. And until next time, thank you so much, Karen. Thank you, Steve. All right, that's going to do it. Take care, everybody. 